Jesuvadev, everyone, and welcome to another edition of the Vihangam Yog Global Online Satsang. I myself and Abhinav joining from Australia, and I'm super excited to take you all through a very important journey today. For those of you joining us for the first time, a warm welcome. For those of you who have returned once more, we thank you for your ongoing support. Today's topic is one which arguably we've all asked ourselves at some point in our life. The journey of personal identity is one which we have all embarked upon from the moment we stepped into this world. How we answer the question, who are you? Or as you look into the mirror after a long day and ask yourself, who am I? The answer to this question is one which evolves as we go through the journey of life. Indeed, if we look at the history of humanity, many deep thinkers, philosophers, and spiritual masters have provided us a way with different lens to answer this perennial question. Famously, a Chinese philosopher, Suang Shi, provided us with a compelling way of thinking about this. He stated, when I dream of being a butterfly and awaken, am I a butterfly dreaming, dreaming to be a man or am I a man dreaming to be a butterfly? Indeed, as we go through life, we each answer this question differently. And yet, it's so important for us to define the boundaries of self for Without knowing who we are, it is difficult to know what can truly make us content and happy in life. What do the spiritual masters have to say about this? Is there a means by which we can dissect all definitions of self and arrive at a completely experiential and a scientific way of defining who am I? Well, today equipped with our global panel, we'll be diving to this very topic and journey through the lens and ancient most science of Vihangam Yog. Today, I'd firstly like to extend a warm welcome to our panel, to Rishi Ji from India, Lal Ji from the US, Jaswant Ji from India, Subhas Ji from Singapore. As always, if you have any questions or thoughts to share, we have two avenues available to you wonderful listeners, Slido and WhatsApp. If you look at the screen now, you'll see the WhatsApp number coming onto your screen. And once this flows through, this, the Slido link, slido.com slash VYGOS will come up. In each of these avenues, you can ask any questions you have, and we will pick them up in the last part of our session, the Q&A session. We now proceed towards the Swadavid. The Swadavid is an extremely divine composition one which was composed by the master of Vihangam Yog, Sadhguru Sadhafa Leji Maharaj. The unique thing about the Swarved is that it is a distillation of his own experience on the path of spirituality, where he himself had to face questions such as, who am I? As such, we find it extremely important to look at and really seek to understand and listen closely to what a person of his caliber, a person of his experience, has to say about the topics which we are ourselves looking to better understand. So with great excitement, I'd now like to ask Rishiji from India to take us through the Svarved recitations for today, after which we will proceed toward our main speech for the day. Jai Sadgurudev, 
I welcome all of you to the Vihangam Yoga online satsang. Now I will share with you few verses from Swarveda which relates to today's topic who am I? Kar vichar mein kaun hoon Brahm ko jag dhadhar Kaise jug utpann hai Lean kaun vidhipar कौन सत्य कर्तव्य है दुख सुख कैसे होए बदमुक्ति के भक्ति सो ग्रहण करो सत सोए दिस मींस दैट वी नीड टू थिंक डेलिबरेट दैट हु एम आई हु इज सपोर्टिंग द वर्ल्ड हाउ दिस यूनिवर्स हैज बीन क्रिएटेड what is our prime objective in this life what is the reason of happiness and sadness what is bondage and how can we liberate ourselves we should only accept the truth ek dekhi anuatma anubhav mein yah aaye karta bhukta yahi hai janam maran dukh paaye this means that the size of soul is very small and it can be realized only through experience the action and fruits of action pain of birth and death is all borne by the soul atm janan ke liye anya karan nahi kaj aap aap ko janata sumiran purushakaj to know about the soul we do not need a physical medium soul realizes itself through its own knowledge and prays to the super soul through its realized self consciousness dharma dharma hi man hi hai swarg narak man jaan bad mukt dhar bad mukt ब्रह्म मन ही है मन ही शत्रु जान निज स्वरूप से भिन्न जो दौड़ जहां लग जाए सो सब धोखा मन ही का मन ही जगत उपजाए हियर वी डिफरेंशिएट द सोल फ्रॉम माइंड mind is different from soul uncontrolled mind is the great enemy of the soul and soul attains its consciousness by separating itself from mind through yoga mind is responsible for all type of religion good and bad work and realization of heaven and hell tan man surti anek hai ek mile ke hi bhati mile sada phal ek jo सर्व मिटे जग भ्रांति बॉडी एंड माइंड आर कनेक्टेड टू सेल्फ कॉन्शियसनेस ऑफ सोल वंस वी मीट सदगुरु एंड अंडरस्टैंड एंड एक्सेप्ट इट नॉलेज ऑल कंफ्यूजन आर डिसमिनेटेड आई होप यू लाइक वर्सेज विच आर रिलेटेड टू द करेंट टॉपिक जय सदगुरुदेव थैंक यू वेरी मच ऋषि जी एंड यू नो दिस वर्ड विद एज ऋषि जी वाज जस्ट एक्सप्लेनिंग 
It is a transcription of Sadhguru Sadhafal Devji Maharaj's journey from the soul to the to the universe and beyond. And for you wonderful listeners, it was quite a bit to unpack there. Liberation, truth, happiness and sadness, soul, birth and death, physical mediums, mind, consciousness. And I'm sure you're already thinking about a lot of these things. Uh, perhaps you have questions in mind. Uh, so do remember, please, that you know we have two avenues available to you. The Slido URL, which is coming up, Slido link, which is coming up on the screen now, and the WhatsApp link, which will be coming up soon. We're ready to take any questions about anything which is being discussed today, so please do uh, jump in there and ask any questions you have. Thank you again, Rishiji, for that wonderful recitation of the Swadavid. We're now ready to proceed toward another exciting part of today, the main speech. Uh, so today we're actually joined by Lalamaniji from the US, who will be taking us through his own reflections on this very topic of who am I? And, you know, we heard just now in the Swadavid that, you know, with all of these concepts of happiness, sadness, uh, what is deterring us, what is guiding us, a lot of these things are very closely tied to how well we can connect with our true self. You know, it's, it's difficult to say what makes you happy if you don't know who you are. And this is the reason why in spiritual philosophy in Vihanga Myog, the practice of Vihanga Myog, the question of who am I is one which is of utmost importance. And I don't think you even need to be part of any philosophy to see the importance of why you need to understand yourself better. Arguably, as we go through life, each of us are trying to do this in our different capacities, in our different walks of life. So now, equipped with all of these thoughts, let's go towards the reflections and the speech which Lalmaniji has to present to us today. So I'll now hand over to Lalmaniji and then we'll continue our journey for today. Akhand mandala karam vyaptamayena characharam Tadapadam darshitam yena Tasame Shri Guru Namaha Om Vishwani Deva Savitar Duritani Parasuva Yadabhadram Tanasuva Nahidevo Namartyo Mahastavaha Kratum Paraha Maruda Vira Thank you, Abhinavji. Hi, everyone. This is Lalmani. As we know, 
today's topic is who am i this is very important question all of us should ponder upon whenever we meet strangers or asked who are you we respond with our name position location wealth etc the question is is this really our true identity is this what defines me let me share a story and we'll go through that the learning from the story also a monk traveled all across the world and returned to india the king of that place came to meet the monk and told swami i've been asking a question continuously for 20 years i have not got the answer yet can you answer me the monk said sure today you will not return unanswered go ahead the king said i want to meet god and do not try to convince me about god i want to meet directly the monk said want to meet now or later the king said excuse me maybe you didn't understand my question i'm talking about god the father don't think that i'm talking about a man named god you are asking me to meet now or later the man the monk said o king there is no scope of mis- misunderstanding i do the business of uniting with god around the clock just got to see if you want to meet now or later give me a direct answer since you've been looking for the answer for last 20 years now the time has come so plan to meet now the king dared and he said okay i want to meet now the monk said please write your name address on this small paper so that i can send it to the god who you are the king wrote his name his palace his introduction his titles and gave it to him the monk said that sir all these things i know are lie and untrue which you wrote on the paper the monk continued O oh, king if you change your name will you change will your consciousness your power your personality be different the king said no why would i change with a change of name name is name i am me so the monk said one thing has been decided that the name is not your introduction because you do not change 
by changing it. Today you are a king. Tomorrow you will be a beggar of the village. Will you change? The king said, No. The kingdom will go away. I will be a beggar. But why will I change? I am who I am. Whatever I am as a king, I will be the same as a beggar. There will be no house, no state, no wealth, but me. I will be what I am. So the king said, So the other thing has also been decided now that the state is not your introduction. Because even if the state is lost, you do not change. By the way, what is your age? He said, 40 years approximately. The monk said, So after 50 years, will you become another? 20 years old or when you were children, will it be a different person? The king said, no, age changes, body changes. But me, I was in my childhood, who was inside me even today. The monk said, then age is, age is also not your introduction. Your body is not your introduction. Who are you? Then write it down. And then I will reach to God. Otherwise, I will also be a liar with you. None of this introduction is yours. King said, Oh, that's a great difficulty. I don't even know myself again. I don't know who am I. I know that I belong to them. The monk said, Then there was a lot of difficulties because the person whom I could not even introduce could not even tell who wanted to meet, then what would God even say whom one wants to meet? So go find it first, who you are. And I will tell you that on the day you know who you are, that day you will not come to find God because in knowing oneself, it is also known who is divine. Know yourself first, experience, identify yourself, and God will be known. So with this little story, it is pretty much clear that the introduction that the king gave was not correct about himself. And same goes with us also. If we are trying to identify, we are trying to find our true identity, it is not our name. It is not our title. It is not our wealth. On the other hand, let's take a look at this with a different perspective also. Like which stocks is going up? Which one is going down? Who is breaking up? Who is getting married? Which politician tweeted what? Who is starting a new business? Who is learning what? Who is stressful at job? We know a lot many things. We know how to eat, how to walk, how to talk, how to laugh, how to cry, how to jump. 
We know all these things, but what we don't know is who am I? And what is my destiny? Do we really know who am I? Probably not. Many a time when you are very peaceful, alone, you will start wondering about our own existence and would think, who am I? And it is really, really very important to know who am I. If we know about ourselves, our real identity, we can take a better decision about ourselves. It is more like if we know the power, the capacity and other details of a car, it is better to decide if the car will run that far or not. If a person is an engineer with no knowledge of medical science, taking decision to do a surgery of a patient is a wise decision or not. That can be pretty much decided well in advance. Hence, it is wise to know our true identity, our true potential. Who am I? With the knowledge of what a person can do and what not, a person can decide their limits. If I don't know who am I, then it would be just like a person walking in the woods in random direction, aimlessly, without knowing where he has to go. And eventually, the person would end up going nowhere. Now, from the story, it is very, very clear that I am not this body. I am not the five sensory organs. I am not five organs of actions. I'm not this heart, I'm not this lungs, not liver, not kidney. I'm not the pranas, not even the brain. I'm not Ingla, not Pingla, not Shushmana. Neither I'm Niranjan, Om, Soham, Shakti, and Dharam. I'm not this body. Rather, I live in this body. I live in this body like a bird living in a cage. Sadhguru Sadafal Devji Maharaj has written about this entity called the soul, the spirit, the conscious entity, Atma. Ek desi yano atma anubhava me yah aay karta bhokta soy hai janam maran dukh paay Atma, the soul, the spirit, is the doer as well as the fruit bearer. It is a uni unipositional 
So it stays at one place at a time. Now, if you want to experience about who am I, the soul, the spirit, there are two ways to experience it. There are certain properties that defines me. And the, the, there are three properties of the soul. Those are one of the ways you can identify in a physical way. Those three properties are desire, knowledge, and action. So if a human body has some desire, knowledge, and can act, then definitely that human body possesses or has Atma in it or the soul or the spirit in it. The moment that soul comes out from the body, the body is called dead. It is almost exactly like in the story when monk asked, if I change the name, will you change? Will your identity change? And the king replied, no. It's exactly the same way when the soul comes out of the body, the difference between the moment, the moment before the soul comes out of the body and a moment after is only the difference is of the soul. Everything else remains exactly the same way. Just a moment ago and a moment later. So this is one of the uh, physical way to identify whether a particular uh, entity, soul, is present or not. There is another way also to identify yourself or identify or experience the soul. As in the, uh, the couplet, it says that Ikdeshi Anu Atma Anubhav Anubhav which means one can experience its own soul. It doesn't require any medium to experience that. And how can we experience that? The only way to experience yourself, which is also called in a way self-realization, is nothing but Brahmavidya Vihangam Yoga Meditation. Once you start the journey of Brahmavidya Vihangam Yoga Meditation, then eventually on the path you experience yourself. You doesn't require eyes or your ears or nose or tongue or skin or any sense organs to experience that. So with this, uh, looking at the time, I would uh, conclude myself here and uh, would like to thank uh, everyone for listening to me. Back to Abhinavji. 
Thank you so much, Lalwani G, for that fantastic deep dive into this perennial question of who am I? Lalwani G took us through a collection of concepts which really shed some light on the different parameters by which we currently define ourselves and the parameters which spirituality and Vihangam Yog tells us we should define ourselves by. Age, body, location, name, these immutable properties, uh, which although we ourselves may think we're mutable, uh, it is difficult to say when we do not know what to identify ourselves by. Without knowing who you are, you cannot know what you're capable of. You cannot know what you're happy about or what makes you happy, what makes you sad. We need to know what the engine of this body is, which Lamaji very beautifully explained to us is the soul with the, the story of the monk and the king who was a seeker. So I want to thank Lamaji for that wonderful, wonderful little reflection uh, on and, and discourse on what we really are, who we really are. I'm sure you all have many questions coming up in mind. Please do remember, as I mentioned, we've got two avenues available, WhatsApp, the number which you can see just now on your screen, as well as slider.com slash for your IGOS. I can already see some very interesting questions coming through and we're super keen to take you through how we think through those very questions day to day. Now we move toward our Q&A session where we'll be joined by Subhashji from Singapore as well. Subhashji is a director at Aon and has been in part of Ihangam Yog for a very long time and has a wealth of experience and a wealth of uh, thoughts to share on this very important question, I'm sure. So welcome to Subhashji and thank you as well to all of you wonderful listeners who are sharing your thoughts on Slido at the moment. As I mentioned, we have slider.com slash VIGOS, as well as the WhatsApp number, which is coming onto your screen just now. So we'll be going through these questions for the next 10 to 12 minutes, after which we'll proceed toward the latter parts and the ending parts of our session. So Subhashji, there's a couple of questions today regarding our topic. And uh, Alok Sharma asks, what difference will it make if I get to know who I am? Uh, I think it's a great question. If you're already feeling great about life, if you're very happy, if you think you've found your path, your destiny, what difference will it make if you really try to answer this question in a spiritual way? Uh, so I'd love to put this question to you, Subhashji, and, and understand what you have to say about this. Thank you very much, Abhinoji. And thank you to Alokji as well, who has asked this question that, what is the difference to make it if it comes to know who am I? I think just right now we heard from Lal Mariji quite beautifully explained what is the meaning of I and how does it function. But as far as this question is concerned, I think we need to understand a few more things along with just this question. When we say I, what is the meaning of I? What entity we are talking about? 
lal marhi mentioned and in the bhajan also we heard that we are not just body we are not just sense organs we are not just mind there is there is a conscious element there is a conscious entity inside this body which resides in the absence of which there is no meaning of this body in our normal terminologies we are called dead our body doesn't function so the importance the importance here is not just to the body but to that self conscious entity residing in this body as well it is an irony that we know most of us in fact almost all of us know ourselves just in the form of body or in the form of the mind but we are not just mind and body we are something else the point here is do we know that entity because of which this body exists probably not theoretically probably yes most of us understand most of us know through our reading listening to others or our self juggling of mind but in reality do we have the experience of that conscious entity or not is most important thing now what makes the difference this body has limitation the mind also has limitation all the human beings everyone in this world is trying to find something in our daily continuous journey what are we finding we are finding the happiness we are finding the peace we are finding the bliss but very interestingly whatever we find to whatever extent we find it appears at what time that it is temporary it is temporary it doesn't last long the peace the bliss which we are talking about whatever we receive the base of receptive nature is different we are receiving all these things we are experiencing all these things on the basis of our body and our mind only what about the conscious entity the soul the i the self is it really experiencing the way it has to experience the happiness the peace the bliss are we experiencing exactly the way it has to experience the way it has been meant to experience probably not so when we come to know who i am then what happens is our base shifts from body from mind to the self consciousness once we shift to our new base the self consciousness the whole dynamics around us changes our experience get changes our feeling is very different at that time point the way right now we look the whole world would be different when we shift our base to the self so the importance here to know about who am i is to progress further towards myself towards ourselves to know ourselves better and the important thing is what that conscious entity is lalmani ji mentioned that there are three specific characteristics of conscious entity is what are those three characteristics 
the effort the knowledge whatever knowledge we have it also has a base the important point here is whether these knowledges whether our desire is a conscious desire it comes from the conscious nature of self or it is coming from the worldly thing once we shift ourselves from the body from the mind to the soul to the self the knowledge the experience the desire all get changed we focus ourselves at that time point from where we have come where we have to go is this the right place to be or not even if we are why do we exist here what is the objective to be in this world in this form of the body there are specific objectives for this body and residing in this body also so the important point here what i want to make here is once we know who i am then there is and spiritual spiritual upliftment enhancement in the self reaching out to the supreme self is not possible unless and until first we reach to our self first we know who am i so the difference what will happen after knowing who am i is to reach to that ultimate bliss the supreme and that is not possible unless and until i shift my base from the body from the mind to the soul back to you avinoji yeah thank you subhashi that's a fantastic uh deep dive into that question and, and thank you alokji as well i hope that clarified some of your thoughts on that i uh, i think one key thing which subhashi mentioned is that it's all a matter of experience and we've had shards of experience in our life at some points in life we will have small experiences of a deeper sense of bliss and you know the experience of soul is not something that is completely new to us it is something which is just uh you feel like you're reaching home in a sense as the spiritual masters tell us so thank you for that subhashi and one more question for today uh from som prakash ji in varanasi uh he's asking us would a person who is very rich in life today have attained success by controlling his mind is mind control or the need to know who i am uh you know a prerequisite for being successful in life so i i think somprakashi i i think his main kind of query is will these thing are these things you know defining and prerequisites for being successful in life so i'll ask you to dive into that for a few minutes somprakashi and then we'll go towards the closing of our session thank you avinoji again and thank you to som prakash ji as well for asking this question when we say there's a very rich person in the life today <coughs> probably here we are trying to relate the richness from probably the successful life in terms of what that person has attained or achieved in this life and at the same time i think he is mentioning about controlling the mind as well when the mind is controlled and the life is very successful here i want to make one more 
points that there is one more entity with us along with the soul and the mind which plays a very vital role and that is intellectuality the buddhi who takes the decision when we control the mind at the time when we are controlling the mind who is actually making the decision that you have to do this or you don't have to do this it's the intellectuality it's the buddhi when we are able to control the mind what does this mean this means that the flickerness of the mind has been stopped the mind deviates from one object to another all the time that's how the nature of the mind is to moving from one object to another all the time when we are able to control the mind that means we are able to conserve the energy we are able to conserve the energy of the self the consciousness as well and then from there onward whichever side we want to utilize that energy we can do that so when a person is able to control the mind to whatever extent he can then the first then the first milestone which he receives in his daily life is the success in his life when the mind is controlled you can see in this world whoever is successful you can see and test it and check with them also there are lots of interviews uh, in this world uh, taken about different successful people everywhere they say the mind has to be controlled you have to be focused and then only one can become successful then when we are talking about being successful we have to think which side we want to move also whether we want to move towards the successful being successful in this worldly uh, entity or we want to progress on its spiritual side as well it is very much clear it is very much clear that a person who is progressing in the right direction on the spiritual path he would become successful in his daily life as well but reverse may not be true we can see that one person is successful he i mean depends how we define the successful but if we suppose we define successful in terms of money or position or being quite happy uh, in the life with lots of different types of powers he has but that doesn't mean that he is having peace as well but if a person in the reverse way if the person is having peace on the spiritual path then he would become successful automatically in his other part of the life so when we talk about being successful then the entity called successful is defined on the basis of which side of our life we are talking about when we talk about the spirituality the spiritual world the spiritual journey is not defined on the basis of what exactly we have achieved in this worldly phase being a high position person or quite uh, he- i mean wealthy person or lots of power the person has it is not defined on that basis it is defined on the basis of the peace and the self realization as well there are different milestones we have to progress on we have to achieve that as well when we see somebody it may not be possible or it may not be true that the way the person 
is appearing in front of us the person is same as what he is he may we can see the person from quite a far and still can say oh that person is very successful but it may be possible that in his spiritual journey in his spiritual life he is not a successful person so when we talk about who am i to be successful in life it is again coming to the experience who is experiencing this successful nature a person can be very rich he can achieve one particular milestone in terms of wealth in terms of power but still he may feel that i am not successful in the spiritual way so the importance here is for the entity which experiences it whether the mind is experiencing the success whether the body is experiencing the success or the soul itself is experiencing the success when we control the mind itself then i believe if the mind is controlled completely that means the self the self awareness the self realization has already awakened in that case the experience actually is coming to the soul itself so if i have to say on that then the success the characteristic the achievement the success is being experienced by the soul itself so again i repeat when we say being successful we have to understand which entity of us is experiencing that successful nature whether it's the mind it's the body or it's the soul if the mind is fully controlled the experience goes to the soul completely that's what i can say here Abhinaji. Yeah, thank you Rashivash for joining us today and thank you to Alok ji and Somprakash ji for those fantastic questions. I hope those answers and those discussions have helped you all to think through these things. So today we dove into the the question of who am I? And we've heard and and tried to understand many different things about this concept. But most importantly, we've kind of arrived at a conclusion that you know the the true identity of us of of who we are is not just what we can see in the mirror there's something more to life there's something more to us and if we can reach that place then we can start being more deliberate and more controlled and focused about our lives you know at different points in life we have experiences of a deeper sense of happiness we escape or we go beyond just the chemistry of certain chemicals being released in the brain we we feel something deeper and arguably it tells us something that there is something beyond just the chemistry of life just the chemistry of living in the world and the spiritual masters the the, the master behind the yoga sadguru sadafleji maharaj tells us that that is true we should trust that intuition and we should become still and in becoming still we should look under the turbulent waters which become still and rediscover the treasure which is who we truly are so with that we thank you all for joining us today and we look forward to hearing from you during the week as well as reconvening at this time next week thank you everyone and jessa gurudev